Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. Hi, I'm Jeff Chrysler, and this is the Final Edition Radio Hour. My co-producing partner is Tony Hendra, who you may know as the band manager in the movie This Is Spinal Tap. Tony was also an original editor of National Lampoon, as well as a great satirist in his own right, discoverer of wonderful comedy talent. We are pleased to be joining the UBN family. This is our first broadcast on the network. We look forward to providing you with fighting satire with teeth that's ferociously disrespectful every week right here on UBN. Take a listen. Check out our website at thefinaledition.com, our Twitter at thefinalad, Facebook, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Mostly sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Man on the street! Republicans and the House of Representatives are in disarray with no feasible candidate for the next House Speaker. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? What does feasible mean? Boy, this stress may uh, just drive Boehner to drink. I know that I am a socialist and that you are Republicans, but I believe that maybe... Just maybe I can lead you. I know who's a great speaker. Altec Lansing. Maybe they could just lay off speaking for the next two years. What about David Letterman? He's retired now. Maybe they should just settle for a speaker of the foyer. You know, if things keep going on like this, pretty soon uh, this government's going to be a pretty sad state in 2009. I think Lindsey Graham should be speaker of the closet. What's important is that the president is a nick. America, we're the Freedom Caucus. We're all about saying no and shutting things down. And also, freedom. You know, a lot of people have been saying, hey, Freedom Caucus, you got rid of Boehner. You don't want Kevin McCarthy. You're not into Paul Ryan. What is it that you want? And to those people, we'd like to say, we want the end of Obamacare. We want to secure the border from immigrants. We want the full debate of amendments on the House floor. We want a new watch. That would be nice. We want an iPad Air. I've got a Kindle, but even so, an iPad Air would be awesome. Awesome. We only want to eat good cereal, the kind with marshmallows and chocolate. That's what America is all about. Also, we want a puppy. And And we we want one now. So there you have it. We're the Freedom Caucus. What What are you you going to do about it? it? 
Hello and welcome to Behind the Headlines, where we at the Final Edition Radio Hour give our listeners exclusive access to the events and forces that shape today's headlines. Recently, Playboy magazine announced that they would stop doing nudity in the magazine. Here is audio from the very corporate meeting where that decision was made. Okay, people, as you know, sales of the magazine have plummeted in the internet era. All the hardcore pornography anyone could want is just a few clicks away. Hef wanted us to determine if our best course of action is to up the ante on sexual content or to abandon the field and concentrate on the magazine's articles and interviews. So we contracted with an internet content provider to develop a pitch for raising the bar. Here with that pitch are Randy and Misty from Cock Explosion Incorporated. Go ahead, you two. Yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, The challenge is clear. You are providing a 20th century product to consumers who demand boiling hot semen. 21st century boiling semen? Excellent point. Here are a few mock-ups of what we think a modern issue Playboy should look like. First of all, here's an example of an updated centerfold spread. Oh. Emphasis on the spread. Wow, that's going to hurt. How does she stay in that position? Ah, that's what the ropes are for. Check out the rest of these pics. I don't don't think we have a lot of models who are willing to do that stuff. Again, that's what the ropes are for. Yeah, uh, how about our newsstand presence? Oh, you want an eye-catching cover? Voila! February, the fisting issue. Gee, I don't know. We... We want to appeal to a broad audience. That's why we have a celebrity on the cover. That's Kira Knightley. That's Kira Knightley? It's her face. We also have some updated Playboy classics, like this one. The Pac-10 Conference's Hottest Cheerleaders with dicks. Impressive. Very impressive. But I don't think that's a real Stanford cheerleader. It's a real dick. We've also got a great pictorial of the Playmate of the Month. Having sex with the pet of the month. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't use pet of the month. Penthouse Magazine owns that. No, you don't get it. It's a real pet. Check it out. <gasps> oh my god. That, that is really something. Those Welsh corgis look cute no matter what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And finally, we continue with Playboy's award-winning journalism. Carly Fiorina on Donald Trump, and I don't mean in an interview. Okay, we can't have photoshopped images of Carly Fiorina going down on Donald Trump. Those aren't photoshopped. Those two will do anything for attention. I thought I was a whore. I'm sorry, thanks for your time, but uh, I think we might just go with eliminating the nudity altogether. Eh, Have it your way. We got an offer on the same pitch from U.S. News and World Report. Your loss... Thanks, and uh, leave me a copy of that Cheerleaders with Dicks thing, will ya? We now go to a press conference in San Dimas, California, where John Rayburn, the last person in America with a full-time job, just got laid off. Mr. Rayburn, were you shocked when they downsized? Stunned. Seriously. I mean, I understand why all of you are temps and part-timers. You don't have the commitment. But I'm John Rayburn. My last five performance reviews were highly satisfactory. This is crazy. Has your opinion changed about the corporate leadership? No, not at all. And frankly, your negative attitude is holding you back. The CEO of my company, Armando Slaughter, 
has always had a good reason, no matter what he does. He takes the hit for the shareholders. But, but I'm John Rayburn. What are your plans, Mr. Rayburn? Well, Mr. Slaughter says I can work an unpaid internship for a while, doing the same work I was just doing. If it goes well, it might turn into something full-time. It's an exciting opportunity. Well, good luck, Mr. Rayburn. It's not a matter of luck. If you work hard in this country, people are going to recognize it. This week, a Los Angeles man was convicted of murdering his live-in boyfriend, decapitating the victim's body, and hiding the body parts in Griffith Park. We now take you back to that horrible day when the Los Angeles Police Department cordoned off the gruesome crime scene. Good afternoon, Sergeant Jackson. I'm Lieutenant Johnson. What do we got here? It's a mess, Detective. Body parts everywhere. I just discovered the victim's left hand. Okay, where'd you put it? In the guy's trunk. He drove here? No, why do you ask? You just said you put the hand in his trunk. No, I meant his trunk. So he drove here? No, why do you keep asking me that? Because you just said you put the hand in his trunk. I did. And where's his trunk? Two feet over there. I know there's two feet over there, but what I want to know is, where's his trunk? Two feet over there. Never mind that. Give me a hand. I can't. It's in his trunk. And where's his trunk? Two feet over there. I know there's two feet over there, but where's his trunk? Two feet over there. Ah, forget it. Did you find his head? No, not in this neck of the woods, but I did find his shoulders. Where? Just below the headline. I don't know where that is. That's okay, because I put his shoulders in his trunk. I thought you said he didn't drive here. He didn't. Why do you ask? You just said you put his shoulders in his trunk. No, I meant his trunk. And where's his trunk? Two feet over there. I know there's two feet over there, but where's his trunk? Two feet over there. Never mind that. Give me a hand. I can't. It's in his trunk. And where's his trunk? Two Two feet feet over there. there. Look, I know there's two feet over there, but where's his hand? In his trunk. Okay, let me get this straight. You can't find the head. Right. And you put the hand and shoulders in his trunk. Uh Uh-huh. Which is... Two feet over there. I know where the feet are. Oh. Oh, good. I see at least you found his shins. How'd you manage to do that? Easy. Simple legwork. Gah! Welcome to my podcast. I'm Jacka, and this is Pretty Girls Are People Too. That's right. I said it. I'm a pretty girl. I like dresses. I wear makeup. I had surgery to get the perfect double Ds. And I haven't eaten solid food since 2008 because if I didn't have thigh gap, I'd die. <laughs> but I'm just living my life, entering beauty pageants, then being mad when construction workers wolf whistle at me. Is it my fault that my being really pretty distracts you? Actually, nope. It's totally not. Grow up. Join me after the break when we discuss the important question. Am I too pretty to play volleyball? Hello, I'm Stanley Sherman. And I'm his wife, Rita Sherman. We're the people in the car ahead of you in traffic. The white SUV. And we're here to encourage you to subscribe to the Final Edition Podcast. We are very interested in things. We appreciate a show that takes time 
to examine the issues. It makes us more informed voters. Whether to go to the right or go to the left or go straight or stop and consider our options. Well, the light is green up ahead, so we better slow down. This will take all my concentration. Be careful, Stanley. I know. The Final Edition Podcast. We have one. With luck, we'll be back with more of the Final Edition Radio Hour. Pull up your pants, we're back! It's the Final Edition Radio Hour! Man on the street! Scientists say there may be an alien megastructure revolving around a distant star. The Final Edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? There better be parking. I built this huge structure in space. It's the best. It's completely covered in gold. I'll go to any planet where there's work. Yeah, there's some giant megastructure circling a distant star. My ex-wife's hanging out with the lead singer of Fish. Hey, fat ex-wife. I got a megastructure in my pants. That sounds like a lot of math. I got an alien megastructure in my pants. In the back of my pants. As long as that goddamn thing's not orbiting my daughter, I'm fine. So you're saying that by the time light gets here from that planet, Modern Family will still be on the air. Good morning and welcome to Look, Bob, The Point Is. I'm Bob Girth. Our guest this morning is Lance Porkborough, a longtime Republican operative and advisor to GOP candidates for president. Mr. Porkborough, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Bob. Mr. Porkborough, this week, Jeb Bush struggled to explain why it's okay to blame Hillary Clinton for what happened in Benghazi, but it's not okay to blame George W. Bush for the 9-11 attacks. Don't you think he's being a bit hypocritical? Not at all, Bob. Remember, that was the most terrible day in American history. You mean 9-11? No, Benghazi. Well, just in terms of scale, 9-11 was a much, much bigger tragedy, wouldn't you agree? Tell that to the families of those we lost in Benghazi. Of course, but we only lost four people in Benghazi compared to 3,000 on 9-11. Only four people, yes, but for some reason, Hillary Clinton wanted them dead. But you simply can't compare that to the World Trade Center and 3,000 people. The World Trade Center was not George W. Bush's fault. Like Jeb said, President Bush kept us safe. How did he keep us safe on September 11th? Look, Bob, the point is, from September 12th, 2001 on, no terrorism. That's about 2,668 days of peace and quiet compared with the one day that Donald Trump keeps harping on. Not even a day. It's like, what, two hours? Mr. Porkborough, you know and I know that for eight months the Bush administration was warned repeatedly about the threat of an imminent terrorist attack but didn't do anything about it. Bob, I wish Donald Trump would just for once mention that the day after 9-11, every single one of those hijackers was dead. Of course the hijackers were dead. They were all in the crashed planes. Look, Bob, the point is they never hijacked anything ever again. Well, even you have to admit that it was President Obama who finally got bin Laden. Not true, Bob. It was a Navy SEAL who did the shooting. If it were up to Obama, nobody would have any guns. But if we're talking about safety, Bush couldn't catch bin Laden, and Obama did. 
Can't you just give Obama credit for that? Look, Bob, the point is Obama didn't even want to kill bin Laden. He wanted to capture him alive. I've never heard that. Oh, it's true, Bob. Obama wanted him brought straight to the White House. Why would Obama want bin Laden in the White House? Well, the truth is, Bob, Obama wanted to be with him. Be with him? Mr. Parkborough, what are you suggesting? Forgive me if I don't spell it out for you, Bob. That is really disgusting. I feel the same way, Bob. I'm old-fashioned. I think boys should like girls. Mr. Porkborough, don't you think it's time the Republicans stop making up ridiculous lies about the president? You know very well these things aren't true. Obama is not a Muslim terrorist, and he was not born in Africa. I've never said he was, Bob. I take President Obama at his word that he's a Christian who was born in Hawaii. Thank you. And at some point, for reasons we don't fully understand, he fell head over heels in love with Osama bin Laden. Why, in God's name, would President Obama fall in love with Osama bin Laden? I wish I knew, Bob. Maybe he thought he could change him. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Million Dollar Quiz. And here's your host... Steve Trelawney. All right, finalists. Your knowledge of the hits of Katy Perry, the history of the Nabisco Company, and the rules of shuffleboard got you this far. Are you ready for our last sudden death winner-takes-all question? Totally. Born ready, baby. All righty then. Here we go. For one million dollars. Who is the Prime Minister of Canada? Just buzz in when you have the answer. Prime Minister, Canada. Anybody? Doug? The Canadian Prime Minister. Prime Minister of the second biggest country on the globe. Elected this week in one of the highest election turnouts in modern democracy. Liz, ideas? Um. I'll give you a clue. He's of the Liberal Party. For one million dollars, what's his name? Okay. Um. My producer's telling me since the election just happened, we will also accept the name of the last Canadian Prime Minister. Prime Minister for almost a decade. Seriously? Right, let's blow this wide open. I'm going to throw this into the studio audience, too. For one million dollars, name any Prime Minister of Canada. From any historical period you like. Well, that's all we have time for. Join us next week for another culturally revealing edition of Million Dollar Quiz. And now, the final edition brings you an interview with Jeb Bush's exclamation point. Hello. Hello! Whoa, could you tone it down a little? I'll try. I'm not a period. You've single-handedly turned Jeb into Jeb. How did you come to be in it? I had to audition. It was between me, dollar sign, and an animated smiley face emoticon. You were supposed to draw attention to his first name so people would forget he was a Bush, correct? Right. I was supposed to make you forget Afghanistan, Iraq, Dick Cheney, and the worst economic meltdown in American history. 
That's a lot for one punctuation mark. He should have tried using ellipses or brackets or something. You've been there for all the controversies with Donald Trump. I'd give anything to work on the Trump campaign. Really? Isn't Jeb smarter than Trump? So what? Say what you want about Trump, he knows how to use an exclamation point. Have you had any offers from any of the other Republican candidates? Ben Carson! But that guy doesn't need an exclamation point. He needs cocaine and a Snickers bar. What will you miss most when this campaign is over? I'm good pals with Jeb's low poll numbers. And I'm friends with George W. Bush's W. Thank you, exclamation point. You're welcome! Charlie Reimer? Yeah? You're the warden from my old prison. You look thin. You eating all right? I've been staying out of trouble, warden. I swear to God. I go to AA meetings. I applied for a job at the roller rink. I think you're going to be proud of me. Yeah, whatever. Take this gun. What? No. Why? Just take the gun. It's a nice weight in your hand. It feels like real power, you know? It's a parole violation. I can't even be around firearms. I'm getting my life together. Are you? Are you really? You got a girlfriend? Yes, as a matter of fact. Is she hot? She's a good woman. Oh, God. She's working on herself. Look, I brought tequila. You traded your kids for tequila. One of your kids, right? I'm sober. You're supposed to keep me out of prison. No, actually, I'm not. I run a private prison. It's a business. Businesses need repeat customers. Christ, that's marketing 101. Look, just smell the tequila. I've got a job interview in 45 minutes. You've got a prison record, and they won't hire you. And your girlfriend is fat. Look, you think sobriety feels good? Drugs feel better. Everybody knows this. But, but if I keep applying for work... You'll I'll... fail, and you'll feel worse because you tried. Here, put this cocaine on your dick. Get away from me! You can't find a job, right? People who haven't been in prison can't find a job. But, buddy, you're trained for something. Being in jail. You're good at it. But you said in prison you would get us ready for the outside world. Did I really say that? What did we teach you at the machine shop about tightening screws? Righty, Lucy, lefty, tidy. <laughs> we taught you completely wrong. We even had to find screws that turned the wrong way. Look, I want to help you. Here's my sister's phone number. She's a nice girl. She works with the blind. Go rape her. No! I don't care if I starve on the outside. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to just fail. Come on, rape my sister. She's a good kid. No, go away. I'm staying right here. <sighs> Fine. It'd be a lot easier if you went to prison. But... At least this way we get all the kids in your neighborhood. What are you talking about? Hey, has that giant prison wall always surrounded the neighborhood? Nope. Once in a generation, an opera experience comes around that redefines the art form. For this generation, that experience is the riveting Trump in Patagonia. If you loved Nixon in China, 
there's this. I'm Donald Trump in Patagonia. Vanity Fair raves, an astonishing display, powerful and mesmerizing, about a performance of Don Giovanni in 2007. I'm Donald Trump in Patagonia! Bob Monar says, It's just some guy singing I'm Donald Trump in Patagonia over and over, and not very well. Oh, and I'm not any kind of music reviewer or anything. I'm Donald Trump in Patagonia! Here's Anthony Tomasini, opera reviewer for the New York Times. Um, taxi! Over here, taxi! aren't you Anthony Tomasini? What? Who are you? Here, listen to this. I'm Donald Trump. Hmm, get away from me or I'm calling a cop. I'm Donald Trump in Patagonia. Donald Trump says, you will be amazed. Your head is going to spin. He says it all the time, about everything. From the makers of this radio ad, Trump in Patagonia. Tickets intelligent. I am officially running for President of the United States, and we are going to make our country great again. Turn off the TV, Billy. It's time for dinner. Called the Big Lie. Mom, when was America great? Hmm, let's see. After we won our independence, it was great, and during the Roaring Twenties. Oh, and on July 13th, 1988. What happened on July 13th, 1988? That's when Mommy made love for the first time. I'd say on that day, America was pretty friggin' fantastic. Oh. Do you think Mr. Trump can make America great again? That depends, sweetie. If he can turn around our economy, then maybe. If he can improve our health care, then he has a shot. And if I can feel the hot embrace of a well-endowed teenage boy named Jimmy Anderson, then yes, Mr. Trump will definitely make America great again. If anyone can do it, it's Mr. Trump. He's awesome. I hope you're right, honey. I really hope you're right. Mom? Yes, kiddo? What happens when America's great? Well, what do you think? Uh, businesses are booming? Yup. And crime is down and people are getting along? That's right. All of those things happen when America is great. And most importantly, 
I have a hot feeling in my loins that keeps growing and growing until I just can't take it anymore. Wow, uh, America sure isn't like that now. No. No, it isn't. Dad? Yeah, bud. Why isn't America great now? Because it's hard to be great, Billy. But I think America's still pretty damn good. Please. It's getting better, okay? I'm get. <clears throat> America's getting better. It's mediocre at best. Well, I'm sorry if I haven't lived up to Jimmy fucking Anderson. You know what? I'm done here. I'm out. Mom? I sure hope Mr. Trump makes America great again. For Dad's sake. I'm sorry, but I was thinking of the ride was the same. I know they don't sound the way I planned them to be. And if I had to walk And now, here's a preview of Gloria Da Silva, Lesbian Psychic, coming this fall on the Vagina Network. Gloria Da Silva, Lesbian Psychic. Oh, Denise, you feel so good. That's it. Now, a little over to the left, a little more. Oh, that's it. Ah, 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 ah. I just had a vision. I have to call the commissioner right away. Commissioner, we might have a very serious problem on our hands. You have to shut down the Lincoln Tunnel. Immediately. This fall on the Vagina Network. What is it? What are they? When Florida is full, the dead living walk the earth. Not so fast, young lady. Aw, Dad, I really gotta go. Have a seat, Ms. Liggity Split. Your mother and me would like a little talk with you. Dad! Please, honey. What's up? Something wrong? Well, the jig, as they say, is up, young lady. Oh, bud, don't be so dramatic. Honey, your father and I know that you and your friends have been worshipping Satan. What? Amber, you're a bright young girl. Don't act dumb with us. You're crazy. I don't... Mom! Amber Star being Rainforest Smith, we have always treated you with respect and honesty and expect nothing less from you in return. Honey, we just want to say that, that it's all right and we support you in this. Really? Well, we're just a little upset that you didn't come to us with this. Well, I didn't think you'd understand. Well, you may think of us as two dodgy old codgers, but we were young once too, you know. Pumpkin, your interests are our interests. What's important to you is important to me, uh, us. Gee, Dad. <laughs> so, what's it like calling on the Dark Lord? Is it neat or fresh? Oh, it's totally awesome, Dad. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope it's not some fly-by-night fancy like that pony we got you last summer. Oh, no, Dad. I promise. Hey, Phil Vivillamore isn't in your coven, is he? That kid's bad news. Oh, no way, Dad. He's a creep. Good. Well, Amber, is there a special boy? <laughs> well... <laughs> is that him outside? Um, yeah. Well, show him in. I'd like to meet this Mr. Wonderful. Oh, Dad, please don't embarrass me. Bud, be nice. Don't scare him off. I'm not gonna... Uh... <laughs> 
Well, young man, it's nice to, uh... Whoa, that's quite a grip you got there. Varsity. Amber, could you get me a, uh, a band-aid from the bathroom upstairs? Sure, Dad. Uh, what's your name, son? Natus. Natus Ferguson. My friends call me Nate. Well, Natus, I'll be blunt. Uh, what exactly are your intentions towards my daughter? Oh, she will be the host for the Black Prince. And therefore, the Antichrist. She is the fertile soil for my demon seed. And how do you plan to support this seed? Well, I got a job down at the Jiffy Lube. I'm taking some night classes in civics. And I'd really like to get into politics. Aw, oh, Nate, you're boring him to death. Tell him about the band. Eh, it's just a little jazz combo. Really? <laughs> I'm a big jazz fan. Uh, Sade, uh, Chuck Mangione, <laughs> Manhattan Transfer. Birdland, a classic. So, where are you kids going tonight? We have tickets for the Marilyn Manson concert. Uh... Okay. I don't know. Amber likes them. And as long as she's happy and fertile, that's all I care about. Come on, Nate. Bye, Mom. Dad. <laughs> Kids. This portion of the show was brought to you by... This portion of the show was brought to you by... I've been using a now word from our sponsor for years with little or no results. Then I tried this portion of the show was brought to you by... Sales of my nondescript fake product went through the roof. Thanks, this portion of the show was brought to you by... That's right. This portion of the show was brought to you by... Was specifically formulated by our expert technicians at... This portion of the show was brought to you by... To achieve maximum content exposure for your product, device, or dangerous religion. Just listen to this shit, assholes. It's hard to believe, but this portion of the show was brought to you by... Worked twice as well as... Listen to this shit, assholes. I'll never go back to listen to this shit, assholes. Unless, of course, it's introduced with... This portion of the show was brought to you by Listen to this shit, assholes. Here's another testimonial. I've used other phrases all my life, like more to come after this, and I mistakenly pissed in the sink to little or no results. Now I think I have rabies. Thank you, Edie, I mean, sister. So the next time you need to increase sales, swelling, or inflammation, why not come over to This portion of the show was brought to you by and while you're there, pick up a free sample of You'll Be Glad You Did. Wow, this You'll Be Glad You Did is good for anything. I wish I'd known about You'll Be Glad You Did before I bought Did You Know You'll Be Glad. Boy, was I ripped off. So don't be ripped off by other word combinations. Come by. This portion of the show was brought to you by today, or you'll regret it for the rest of your life. Wow, this or you'll regret it for the rest of your life is good for anything. I wish I'd known about or you'll regret it for the rest of your life before I bought the rest of your life you'll regret it or... Boy, was I ripped off! So don't be ripped off by other word combinations. Come by. This portion of the show was brought to you by today. Do it or fall down a well. Wow! This do it or fall down a well is good for anything. I wish I'd known about do it or fall down a well before I bought well do it or fall down a... Boy, was I ripped off! Do it or fall down a well! Boy, was I ripped off! Do it or fall down a well! Boy, was I ripped off! Do it or fall down a well! Boy, was I ripped off! Are you sentencing someone to prison or going to prison yourself? Then you're missing the boat if you don't check out Dave & Buster's Maximum Security Prison near Chula Vista. Yep, 
The folks who bring you the South Philly Burger, Million Dollar Margaritas, and Dance Dance Revolution are getting into the corrections industry. We've got the only prison yard with a Drown the Clown game. And the cafeteria serves up the same pretzel dogs and Parmesan potato chips you've come to expect from a Dave & Buster's. My name is Judge Brandon Forsyth with the Superior Court of California in San Diego. I have not been paid by Dave & Buster's Maximum Security Prison. I just happen to send all of my defendants there for long and harsh sentences. I have nothing to apologize for. That's right, Your Honor. And you're not alone. We're turning Dave and Busters all across the country into prisons to accommodate the many, many people who've been busted on DUIs after they drove out of the old Dave and Busters. I can't believe Just Forsythe just gave me 40 years. And how the hell can I afford buffalo wings every day for the rest of my life? It's not fair. I'm innocent. Hey, everybody at Dave and Busters is innocent. But you're a lifetime customer now, and the rest is not our problem. So come on by, Dave and Buster's Maximum Security Prison. We don't know why you're here, and we don't care. Bring money. I joined the Army Reserve because I didn't want a stable civilian life. I joined the reserve because I wanted to get overused in a series of wars that weren't really thought through. I joined the reserve. We interrupt this broadcast with some breaking news. A pumpkin shortage has hit America. It's a national crisis that only affects white girls, and that makes it a priority. There's a pumpkin shortage? For real? What are we going to do? Jacket, did you hear this? What are we going to Instagram now? Fall is ruined! That's fall, ruined for white girls, as news of the pumpkin shortage sweeps the nation. Up and down the country, young women are swarming farmers' markets and pumpkin patches like locusts, leaving devastation in their wake. You guys, I got a decorative cord. I had to stab a homeless dude, but it was totally worth it. Basic White Women of America. Today, we face up to a difficult truth. Uh, There is a pumpkin shortage in our country. Uh, That much is indisputable. Our thoughts and prayers are not enough. Uh, We need to change laws or this will happen again, again, and again. Though not being a basic white woman, I don't really give a hot shit. Throughout the nation, suicide hotlines announce record levels of calls. Calls are off the hook! It's like when Zane left One Direction all over again! As basic bitches, faced with the prospect of fall without many pumpkins, decide life is no longer worth living. A summer squash is so not a real pumpkin. Are you fucking kidding me, Whole Foods? So that's it then. Let's end it all. I've got the Advil. And I've got the vodka. Farewell, sweet world. Farewell, fingerless gloves. Making flickers of piles of leaves and... (laughs) Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes! Oh, uh, those are fine. Uh, They're only pumpkin pie spices and syrup. So we can still get pumpkin spice lattes? For real? Sure. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. Falls back on! Yay! Yay! And with another crisis averted, all that remains is to say, God bless the pumpkin spice latte, God bless white girls, and God bless America. It's a final lesson radio hour coming to you live from your radio now.
All right. Ted Cruz, Steve Scalise, and girl. Kathy McMorris-Rogers, I'm the Republican conference chair. Eh, sure you are. Anyway, come on, guys. We have to pick a speaker of the House. Well, everyone wants Paul Ryan. Why don't you just accept the nomination, Paul? No way, Cruz. I'm going to be president. (laughs) Yeah, well, me too, Paul. (laughs) Come on, you guys. I'm serious. We have to pick a speaker of the house. (laughs) What about me, Michelle Bachman? Oh, get out of here, Michelle. You're weirding us all out. Yeah, stop covering yourself in mud and put some clothes on. Yeah, fly away and play with your creepy dolls, Michelle. (laughs) I'm a witch. I'm straight from Hogwarts. (laughs) Man, she always does that. Freaks everybody out. Who are you again? Could you get me a drink real quick? I'm the Republican conference chair. You've worked with me for like... Hey, fuck you guys. The Pope was right. Double freedom rockets! <laughs> Boehner's gonna keep doing that, isn't he? Hey, until we get a speaker. Uh, hey, fellas, what about me? Who the hell are you? Daniel Webster, Florida, 10th District. Are you kidding me? Hey, easy, Steve. No, I'm serious. This dipshit... He's losing his district. His fucking district. He takes the name of one of the greatest orators ever, and he can't even keep his district. Oh no, here comes Boehner again. Double freedom rockets! <laughs> what about the new? And you are? Wait, don't come be right. Let's bring back Newt Gingrich. Oh, great idea, Steve. It was my idea. No, we can't, fellas. Uh, Why? why? He's too liberal! Newt Gingrich is too liberal? Yes, when he shuts down the government, he's willing to open it back up! Oh, good point. Right. Didn't think of that. What a commie. You know I am Republican conference chair. All right, then. What are we going to do? Jason Chabot. I'll do it. I have a chart. Where did you get that chart, Jason? Uh, A dude. Get out of here. I'm going to run for president. Oh, no. Boehner. Double freedom rockets! (laughs) I got it! Who? Dick Cheney! Cheney! Yes! Cheney! All right, okay, I'll do it, but I get to shoot each of you in the face. (laughs) Done! We have a speaker! Girl, bring us drinks! I'm Republican Conference (gasps) Cheney! Double Freedom Rockets! (laughs) Don't worry, everyone. Cheney shot Boehner in the face. Welcome back to the Bob Scott Show. Substituting for Bob Scott is God. Line four, you're on the air with God. Hey, what is this? Some kind of sick, stupid joke or something? This is just Bob playing a trick on everybody, right? No, no, this is the chance of a lifetime. This is God. Yeah, right. Okay, I'll prove it. Uh, it just went dark in your neighborhood, and you're being pelted by a rain of black-spotted frogs. So? What do you mean, so? Bob could do that. Line five. Hey, God, I just wanted to thank you for my unusual job making chocolate Easter bunnies. Well, it's no big miracle. A lot of people make chocolate Easter bunnies. Yeah, but they get it down to the last detail, right down to the look of terror on their furry little faces. Why would a chocolate Easter bunny look terrified? Well, you would too if you were about to be dipped in hot, scalding chocolate. You mean you use real bunnies? That's terrible. You think that's bad? You ought to see how we make lawn jockeys. We return after the break to the Bob Scott Show, hosted by God. Do you have resting bitch face? 
You know, when you're just hanging out, not really thinking of anything, but quite unintentionally your face looks like a goddamn bitch. Symptoms of resting bitch face include making strangers worry. Hey girl, what's up with you? Or having construction workers remind you to... Smile, baby, smile. And having the guys at work wonder... You look bad. You on your period? Everybody take cover. If that sounds familiar to you, then you probably have resting bitch face. It's an epidemic that's sweeping the nation. Just ask Hillary Clinton. I was texting a picture of a kitten to Joe Biden, but resting bitch face made it look like I was mad as hell. And now people think I'm mean. And Angelina Jolie. I'm hanging out with my adorable kids in an apple orchard, and I'm just about to sneak off behind a hay bale and fool around with Brad Pitt. That's the real Brad Pitt. But when the paparazzi took my picture, I had resting bitch face, and now people think I'm ungrateful and miserable. Resting bitch face is a problem affecting millions of only women. But the good news is, plastic surgery can help. Resting bitch face. It's not pretty. Men don't like it. So fix it. And now, a clip of the Vagina Network series premiere of Gloria De Silva, Lesbian Psychic. Gloria De Silva, Lesbian Psychic. Oh, Rachel, you feel so good. That's it. Now, a little, a little over to the left. Uh, a little more. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 I just had a vision. I have to call the chief of police right away. Chief of Police Jones, yes? there's going to be trouble. What? Who is it? You have to close down Central Park immediately. Where do you get this number? Tune in to the Vagina Network for the full episode of Gloria De Silva, Lesbian Psychic. How do they look, Doc? Well, they're longer and wrinklier than a normal person's your age. We're still talking about my balls, right? Yes. Damn. Let me ask you something. Are, are you into comic books? Yeah. Why? Do you ever go to comic book conventions or uh, dress up like your favorite comic book superhero? Yeah, just last week, but what does any of that have to do with, uh... Let's take a break from that for a while. Why? Well... There's a high correlation between being fascinated with comic books and having long, wrinkly, torsion-prone testicles. How? Fans of comics tend to, let's just say, over-abuse themselves. What? I do not over-abuse myself. Just try laying off the comic books for a bit. Maybe play golf instead. But the new issue of Avengers is here. Black Widow was captured and is locked in an airtight cage. I love her. I love her, Doc. I love her. Okay, uh, let's get your pants back on here. You're getting a little bit aroused. Can I use your bathroom? Sure. What a freak. Doctor, your new issue of Golf Digest just came in. Nice. Thank you, Betsy. Sure thing. Oh, God. Look at these irons. Look at these woods. Look at... These wedges! Oh, fuck yeah! The final edition urges you to stop abusing yourself with material images. Go outside or something, for Christ's sake. Oh, look. The latest issue of Covered Bridges came in. Nice. Uh, 
Oh, hey, look at you guys. Okay, let's see what we got here. Uh, we got ourselves a Chewbacca. <laughs> nice. And uh, we got ourselves another Chewbacca. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, and oh, Lord Vader. I am your father. Sweet. Oh, hey, no brainer here. Princess Leia? I kissed my brother. <laughs> yeah, ooh is right. Okay, well, let's get you guys some candy. Yay! Yay! Okay, here we go, here we go. Now just one each, please. Do you have anything without gluten? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I don't know. Gluten gives me the shit. Yeah, weed is poison. I, I wasn't aware. Uh, Milky Way? Gluten! Ah! Okay, 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 sorry. Do you have anything without nuts? Uh, sure I do. Let's see. Uh, here, here's a lollipop. Wait, did you pull that from the same bowl as the candy with nuts? Yeah, yeah, why? Cross-contaminator! Hey, mister! Are you trying to kill my brother? Wait, what? No! Murderer! Oh, come on! All right, hang on. Okay, I got this coupon book. Nobody's allergic to paper, right? So, who wants McDonald's? Ew! Rainforest killers! Chemical warfare! GMO's gross! Wow. Okay, uh, how about a coupon or a Frosty from Wendy's then? I'm lactose intolerant, douchebag. No, take one. Who's that? That's my brother. He's dressed as Stephen Hawking. He'd come up here and get it himself if you had wheelchair access, you discriminating asshole. Fuck you! I'll screw this! Get his wallet! Got it! A hundred bucks! Let's go get some hookers and crack! Yeah! Happy, happy Halloween! 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 Happy, happy Halloween! Hello, mister. Are you okay? Just take this. Coupon for Subway? You prove it. They're so fat, and they're eating all those fish. jeez. Uh, 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 it's Blubber, the story of a vicious sea elephant that climbs on shore in search of sun and garbage. Oh, my God, he's only a few feet away. Come on, honey, drink your beer, finish your lunch. He'll be on us in about three hours. Two hours later. Uh, he's getting closer. Is he closer? No, wait, I think he fell asleep. Blubber, you'll never feed them another sardine. We're downwind from him. Run for it. Oh, jeez.
News of America for the next 400 years. July 7th, 2034. Thailand surpasses the United States in wealth, life expectancy, and education. So we invade and liberate them. Now every American gets a free whore and a bungee jump ride. Hooray us! February 19, 2198. Russia says it will send a man to Saturn, so America goes there first. Without any planning or tax money, we shoot a man into space and land him on Saturn five minutes later, where he retires and marries a waitress. Mazel tov! September 4th, 2204. With an average body mass index of 42, indicating obesity, America nonetheless challenges Finland to a nationwide foot race and wins. America always wins. We're a nation of winners. October 4th, 2270. Jesus Christ comes to Earth to bless one lucky nation. And what does Jesus want to know first? Who can eat the most chicken wings? Well, we'll tell you who. 300-year-old wing bowl champion Bill Simmons, known for more than two centuries as El Wingador. He trounces all comers, earning Christ's blessing and ensuring that America remains the moral arbiter of the world. Good on you, America. You did everything right. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the Final Edition are performed by Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Dan Vitale, Jeff Chrysler, Barry Lank, John Marshall, Abby Parker, Rachel Rauch, Steve Rosenfield, James Mount, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, Andrew Danish, Leslie Shapira, and Tuchel, and Darby Worley. Credit to our writers at the Final Edition Radio Hour, Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Abby Parker, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, Leslie Shapira, Kurt Weitzman, Kate Knowles, Jeremy Rayburn, and Steve Rosenfield. The Final Edition is produced and directed by Tony Hendra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited and engineered by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The Final Edition Radio Hour is the property of the Final Edition LLC, Copyright 2015. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.